0: What's going on everyone welcome to another hour of the Andy Slater show on a busy little Tuesday kind of snuck up on us a little bit with some South Florida sports news and I love days like this heading into Tuesday like last night after the show yesterday afternoon I'm thinking maybe it'll be a little quiet but then the next thing you know Boom, things just start happening. The Canes and the Dolphins games, they were last week. They were last Friday. So they're old at this point. When I came on here yesterday and was talking about them, it felt old at that time. So there's no way that I'm going to bring up the Dolphins and the Jets and the Canes and Boston College because it was forever ago. We don't need to break those down anymore. So I thought, okay, we're going to be a little creative on this Tuesday afternoon. But no, we got hit with a few big stories, and they're great to discuss here. Now, I'm doing the show this afternoon yet again from lovely Medellin. Colombia. <laughs> Fantastic views here all of the time, girls, 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 girl. just nonstop views, and I'm sure a lot of you would probably like for me to break down those views for a good 20 or 30 minutes of this show, uh, but maybe that'll be another type of show, that's not going to be on this show this afternoon, my apologies, but you can always go to my Instagram, just search Andy Slater, and I do my best to make you feel like you're here in some way, shape, form, or fashion. The two moves that I want to talk about this hour, they both happened last night, and either one could probably take up a good 30 or 40 minutes. The Dolphins went out and got Jason Pierre-Paul. Now, I know a lot of people will say JPP is washed, washed. This is a dumb move. They get JPP to help fill that edge rusher gap that was left by Jalen Phillips when he went down for the season last Friday in Jersey. So that's one topic of conversation that I want to have this hour. The other is Tyler Van Dyke, TVD. The T stands for transfer, transfer Van Dyke. TVD hits the portal. He's leaving the University of Miami, and he's got one more year left to prove himself wherever that may be. So two dudes, both who go by three letters, JPP and TVD, they're going to dominate this hour. I think the Canes will dominate it more But it will be the Canes, the Miami Dolphins, and the return of Uncle Luke Luther Campbell. That will be a very spirited conversation. So I'm watching the game last night, Monday Night Football, the Bears and the Vikings. It's football. It doesn't matter who's playing. We're watching it. Some of you watch it for fantasy purposes, Some of you watch it because you have money on the game legally now. Some of you just want to watch it because there's nothing else on and you are a football fan. I'm watching the game last night. And I'm thinking to myself, how much longer can I watch this game? I said to myself, when this second quarter is over, come halftime, I'm going to bed. That's it. I'm done. This game is perfect to put you to sleep. And it did. I turned the television off and I went to bed and that was it. Woke up around eight o'clock this morning, had some breakfast, had two cappuccinos. Then before the show, I started drinking a Monster Energy Zero Ultra, the white can. I love that thing. When I feel like I haven't had enough coffee for the day, I go to the Monster. Monster is my number one. Celsius is my number two. And there's no number three. I'm not a Red Bull guy. Red Bull gives me jitters. I don't even think it tastes good. I, don't, I'm, I just don't like Red Bull. Monster, it tastes good. The white one at least tastes good. And some of the Celsius flavors are really good. Sparkling, not that tea stuff. The sparkling Celsius, really good. Now, normally, The hour starts, I'm talking for 10 or 11 minutes, telling you all about life and things that are happening, and then you hear the sound and the show like officially starts. Right now, I've only been speaking for a little bit over five minutes, but here's the deal. I know that Uncle Luke is coming on with me, and I know that Uncle Luke and I are going to get into a really good conversation. So I want to save time for that. I don't want to have Luke on for three or four minutes and then say, hey, we're out of time. So what I'm going to do is I'm I'm not going to stop talking because that would be a bad idea on the radio. That'd be a horrendous idea. But I'm not going to tell you anything more about what I did last night or what I'm doing this week. I want to get to the meat. Some of you will disagree that the meat is the first 10 minutes and not everything in between. But whether you agree or not, I, I wanna get the show going right now, but I can't until the hour officially begins. It's time to shuffle up and deal. There was the sound, there was the music, and now I'm ready to roll. And the first thing I want to say is college sports, particularly college football, it's gotten a little silly. I want to start with the big picture. Of course, I'm going to base this all on the hurricanes in South Florida. Mario Cristobal, he's a topic of conversation because yesterday he was talking and he said, He expects a turnover of 20 to 30 players again, just like last year. I say college sports has gotten silly because think about this. Every single year, somewhere around a quarter of every single team is going to leave. 25% or so will leave. How ridiculous is that? As a fan, how are you supposed to follow a team? How are you supposed to get attached? When the Canes and Gators kick off next season, there are going to be so many players you've never heard of on that field. Yeah, you cheer for your team. You cheer for the jersey they're wearing. But in terms of knowing the players, it's almost impossible. The way the things are set up right now in college football, it's nuts. College players, yes, they have the NIL, which is good because before they had nothing. But college players, they should just get paid. Any system where the school is making millions, the networks are making millions, The coaches are making millions. The players should be making a lot of money. You shouldn't be paying them in classes that they don't want to take. Hey, I want you to go out there and risk your health. And if you do, we're going to let you take advanced calculus for free. Does that sound like a good deal? It doesn't to me. So I'm not against the players getting paid. I'm definitely not against the NIL, It's something. But what about sticking something out, toughing it out, handling a setback? Instead of running away, how about fighting for it? Let me give you an example. I want to compare, and don't laugh, let me finish. I want to compare Tyler Van Dyke and Tom Brady. Why are you laughing? I told you, don't laugh. Let me finish. Tom Brady told a story. When he was in college, he was sitting behind Drew Henson at Michigan. Yankees fans remember the name Drew Henson because he was a two-sport star. Tom Brady was the backup. There was no transfer portal, but Tom Brady said what his coaches told him is if you only get one or two snaps on a scout team make those one or two snaps count play them like you're in the Super Bowl and Tom Brady did that then one or two snaps became four or five four or five became six or seven and eventually Tom Brady won the job and became Tom Brady With Tyler Van Dyke, and we'll go all the way back in his career. I'll do that in a second, but let's just start at the Florida State game that just happened. Mario Cristobal humiliated him. Mario benched him ahead of Miami FSU. The reason that most kids come to the U, it's to be part of Miami FSU, that rivalry, do you know how much of an insult it is to get benched right before the game? So here's the fork in the road. Here's the difference now. Because back then, it's like you're learning a life lesson. TVD would have to say, all right, I got to forget this. Being benched ahead of FSU is a low point, but I'm going to work my butt off. I'm going to earn my job back, and I'm going to show them what's up. In other words, I'm going to dig in. I'm going to plant a flag, and I am going to fight. But nowadays, here in 2023, when a player isn't happy, the player enters the transfer portal. The player finds the NIL money somewhere, and he runs to it. That's it. There's no character built anymore. There's no challenge undertaken. I'm bringing up TVD because we're talking about the University of Miami, and this is South Florida. TVD is certainly not the only one doing this. Heck, he's not the only hurricane to flee last night. Don Chaney, Corey Flagg, several dudes bolted. But this is just how college football works now, and it's it's kind of silly. It's not what it used to be. And then when you look at the big picture for the University of Miami program, They did not develop Tyler Van Dyke. He was way better his first year. He came in, he was ACC freshman of the year. He had 25 touchdowns and only six picks. He got hurt his sophomore season. This year, he started out so well, he balled out in that Aggies win. And ever since then, pure regression. TVD was so much worse now than he was his freshman year. And I think that's an indictment of the Canes. That's an indictment of the coaching staff. Coaches are supposed to make players better, they're supposed to help players reach their potential, not take a giant step back. And it's impossible to argue that Tyler Van Dyke is a better player today than he was before. Come on, there's no way. It could be an injury. He might be hurt, but Mario Cristobal will never say it. That's Mario's policy. He never talks about injuries. And that stinks, not for the media, but for players. It stinks for TVD because by never saying, hey, Tyler, he's been playing hurt. He can't do this because he's not 100%. By not saying that, Mario makes it look like TVD's healthy and he's just bad. It shouldn't be said as an excuse. It should just be said as information. Why would you not want to paint an accurate picture? So TVD is leaving. I wish him well. He never did anything wrong personally in my book. He handled his benching relatively well. He's not a bad kid. He's not a great soundbite, but that's not a crime. So here's the dream for him. Go to a school where he can shine, play a year there, play like he did when he was a freshman, and then go pro. That's what TVD is going to try to do. And for the Canes... You know, on this show, I'm always all about honesty. TVD leaving is probably the best thing for the University of Miami. It's the best thing for them, and it's the best thing for him. This, this divorce is good for both parties. I think Tyler very clearly was not reaching his best at UM and I don't think Mario loved the way he played for whatever reason. It, it was just a bad match. Maybe it was having so many coordinators. Maybe it was having multiple coaches. Maybe it was the injuries. Whatever it was, it was very clear to me that Miami and T V D were not going to be a great fit. So both sides here should be better off next season just like I know you will be better off if you go play poker at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. If you're going to play cards, the Hard Rock is the place to be. So much action all of the time in the poker room at the Hard Rock. Whether you're into No Limit Hold'em, Omaha, whatever poker game you're looking for, the action is there. The chips are flying They've got so many tables, so many televisions. You want to watch the basketball game there and play poker at the same time, you could do it. There's bonus high hands all of the time for big money. They've got tournaments every single day at the Hard Rock and for the entire tournament schedule. You'll see a list of tournaments that you'll never believe. Visit seminalhardrockpokeropen.com. That Seminal Hard Rock Poker Open dot com for the entire tournament list. And then I hope to see you very soon at a poker table at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. I was just talking about Tyler Van Dyke and how he's leaving the University of Miami, hits the transfer portal, and it's a good separation for both parties. Mario, though, he's got something to prove first of all in two years from now if Tyler Van Dyke is showing at least next year that he's healthy and maybe he's winning and playing well I think a lot of people will say how could the Canes not win with him look at him now he's a stud why couldn't he perform at UM does it have to do with Mario Cristobal Mario has got to prove himself. He's got to prove that he can find a good quarterback, which is what I'm sure he's going to attempt to do in the transfer portal. But not only that, he's got to prove that he can develop that quarterback. Look at what Mike McDaniel did for Tua. And I know that's an extreme example because that relationship has just been magical. But I think it's a good example. You take a good player, you coach him up, you build him up, and you make that player much better. Can you name a quarterback that the University of Miami has done that for since Ken Dorsey? It's been like 20 years since the Canes have proven they can develop a QB. Miami used to be quarterback you. Now it's like quarterback who? Who? Every quarterback wants, besides NIL money, they want a great chance to go pro. They want to get picked very high in the draft. They want to do well. So it's very important that a coach makes you better. Mario's going to have to make that pitch. Hey, come to the University of Miami. You're going to get your NIL money. You're going to be in a great city, and I am going to make you the next great quarterback to go to the NFL. Mario's going to have to lean on his Oregon experience because Miami has not been making quarterbacks better. He can't use that as an example right now. Hopefully, he can later. As you could tell, there's just a lot going on with this subject the transfer portal, college football, uh, Tyler Van Dyke, quarterback situation at the University of Miami. The Canes, they know they don't have a true QB1. They need to find that QB1. In the FSU game, you sit your veteran for a freshman who it didn't look like Mario had any faith in. At that point, we knew TVD was done. And as far as Mario having no faith in Emory Williams, I look at that Clemson game, and if Miami wasn't down 10 in the fourth quarter there's no chance Mario would have opened up the playbook he was only doing quick wide receiver screens just quick passes to the wide out that was it they were down 10 he had to turn Emory Williams loose and Emory did pretty good but still good enough to jump Tyler Van Dyke I don't know about that I just know at the moment Tyler he had to be like I can't deal with this anymore and I'm out. Get me out of here! And that's exactly what he did. He got out of Miami. So TVD leaves South Florida, and now somebody enters the picture in South Florida with our other Miami football team, and I'll get into that in a moment. Speaking of South Florida, we got great, exciting racing action. It is the championship meet. Now starting at Gulfstream Park this weekend, the first day of the championship meet is actually this Friday, and the championship meet at Gulfstream Park, that means the best horses in the world, the best jockeys, the best trainers, the best of everything. Gulfstream Park is the place to be during the championship meet. You could go to their trackside restaurant, Ten Palms. Just make sure you make a reservation. If you want, you can even reserve a private suite that you could cool off in at Gulfstream Park. You can hang out outside in the Carousel Club, wager on the great racing action. The championship meet, a fantastic time to go on out and enjoy a great day of racing in Hollandale Beach at Gulfstream Park. The Miami Dolphins bring in Jason Pierre-Paul. That would have sounded good about six, seven years ago. He's still a two-time Super Bowl champion, though, once with the Giants. He was a superstar and once with the Bucs. But JPP, he was grabbed off of the Saints practice squad. And the reason for it, Jalen Phillips, torn Achilles, out for the season, The Dolphins need an edge rusher, and as much as they like Andrew Van Ginkle and Emmanuel Ogba, they like JPP better. That's the way I see it. And poor Emmanuel Ogba. They interviewed him yesterday. He was talking about this is his chance. He signed a big contract. Now he can contribute. And it's as if the Dolphins heard him and were like, "Uh, no, you can't. By nightfall, JPP was writing on social media that he's coming home. With Emmanuel Agba, I just don't think the Dolphins trust him. He got that big contract. He used to be a beast, but to stand up on the outside, which is what Jalen did, and get that edge rush, a specific type of QB pressure, it's just not Agba's thing. So that's why they bring in 34-year-old JPP, who is past prime, and they're hoping that it works out. And I know Dolphins fans are hoping the same. Uncle Luke is going to join me in just a few moments. What you guys should do right now, don't wait any longer, contact Trajan Wealth if you are thinking about your life financial goals. Some of you think you're doing okay, you know what you're doing, but if you contact Trajan Wealth, it will cost you nothing to set up a meeting. Maybe you're thinking about, hey, I want to retire early. I want to have this set aside. Stop just thinking about it. Contact Trajan Wealth and let them get you in the right direction. Again, it will cost you nothing to set up a meeting with Trajan Wealth, and they're located locally in Palm Beach. For all the info, or to get started, visit TrajanWealth.com. That's TrajanWealth.com, or give them a call at 561-390-1000. Advisory services are offered through Trajan Wealth LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor, and this is a paid advertisement. When I called up Uncle Luke, and you hear him in the background, he was uh, singing a song. He was saying, it's great to be a Miami hurricane, but he was singing it a lot better than what I just did. Uh, but my question to Uncle Luke was, is it, is it great to be a Miami hurricane? So Luke said, you need to ask me that when we're live. Well, Luke, I'll ask you, is it great to be a Miami Hurricane? Well, Andy,
1: it's always great to be a Miami Hurricane because get, you get a great education. You get to come down here in these palm trees and not be in the sewer of Gainesville on the trailer park in Tallahassee. <clears throat> it's great to be. A Miami Hurricane.
0: You should know that, Andy. Tyler Van Dyke's not saying it's great to be a Miami Hurricane. He went into the transfer portal. A lot of other guys are hitting the transfer portal. What other guys are hitting the transfer portal? Uh, Don Cheney. He hit the transfer portal. A bunch okay. of guys
1: are, are hitting the portal. I mean, did he? Did he limp into the transfer
0: portal? Let's see, well, because he stayed hurt. When you look at this Hurricanes team, Luke, you've been defending them. You've been going on Twitter, now called X, and you've been saying, you know what, this team needs your support. This team is headed in the right direction. Why do you feel that way? Why? Because
1: I was waiting for a call any day for Mario Cristobal to hire me, to bring me on the staff, to help him guide this ship to the promised land, to that to that to that great island called Championship, but in all honesty, in all honesty, Andy Tyler Van Dyke leaving is a great thing for us. I mean, hey man, it, it's it's like it's like you know that ship then came and rode and we tried and three years and we got nothing. He he got three office coordinators fired. He got a head coach fired. I mean. Uh, he's on and off and wishy-washy. He has, to, he has to go see his shrink. He has to go talk to his granddaddy. I mean, every week is always something when this kid does not play up to his expectation. So we don't need that at the University of Miami. That is not that is not the caliber of football that we need. So good luck to the young man in his next journey. Cheney. you know, same thing. Had a great year. Finally wasn't injured. And he wasn't beating Fletcher out. He wasn't beating Parrish out. He wasn't beating any of those other young guys out. He wanted more playing time. He wanted to be the man. He was not going to be the man here. That's understandable. Goodbye, Cheney. Do you and like everybody else who who hops in the portal? Do you uh, like the way Flag Flag did a great job? Flag stopped the guy. You know, Corey Flag stopped. You know, he tackled the quarterback when comes the game. Flag has been there a hundred years. He probably. Thirty-two years old. Goodbye, flag. Good luck. Thank you for tackling the the quarterback in Clemson game, stopping from going into the touchdown. We love it. Goodbye, flag. Whoever else jump into the portal. Uh, good luck to you. I mean, it's only eleven can play. I understand it. So the program is still going down the right direction. I'm glad Tyler Van Dyke did it this year. He didn't do the Jeff Garcia on us, wait till after the spring, and then leave. So I'm happy that he left right now, did not hold us on the hook. If you listen to Mario Cristobal's interview yesterday, he said, nobody is going to hold us hostage. He should have said, again because that's what Van Dyke did last year. Held us hostage, did not leave, live up to his expectations, screwed up our entire quarterback room. Right now, we might be playing a bowl game with a daggone walk on.
0: Luke, I-, I brought something up earlier in the show, and I mentioned Tyler Van Dyke. Not that I'm opposed to him leaving, but maybe he was hurt more than we knew about. What do you feel, how do you feel, Luke, about Mario Cristobal's policy of not discussing injuries? Because if Tyler is going out there and he's not performing well because he's hurt, but Mario Cristobal isn't saying he's hurt, how does that look for him? I I, I don't agree with him not discussing
1: injuries. You know, in the NFL, you got the turn in or injury report, which is Probably a rule that they need to bring in to college football, because you don't know who's injured. But at the same time, Andy, let's let's keep in mind, we can't use that as an excuse. Van Dyke can't use that as an excuse because you have certified doctors down there. V. Jack, Salesnick, all those guys. You got certified doctors, and a doctor. Is not going to let you on the field if you cannot perform. That is why they'll, that, that's why guys get shut down. That's why Cheney's whole career. It wasn't that it was a bad kid coming out of high school. He received a scholarship from the University of Miami, Power 5 football. Cheney was not able to play. The doctors shut him down. Citizen, another running back, has not played yet. The doctors shut you down. Those doctors have license. Beyond just 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 doing University of Miami football. And if they rule you out, they rule you out. So I don't believe that Mario Cristobal played a guy that was that was injured. You can play hurt, but you can't play injured. That's two different things. Everybody get nicks and bruises and all that, and they go out there, but at the end of the day, that is not an excuse. Those doctors at the University of Miami are some great doctors. They work at Baptist Hospital. On a regular basis. They just they don't get paid by the University of Miami for their one, two days out there. No, they work at Baptist Hospital, one of the greatest hospitals in the world when it comes to athletics. They will not let you go out there if
0: if you are if you are physically unable to perform. They don't do that. Luke, for clarity, you say they have certified doctors. These certified doctors are different than the certified doctors. That you have for your performances and your entire crew, right? These are the same
1: doctors me and you got. You can go around there right now and VJ can work on you.
0: No, I was talking about like the doctors you have for your performers and all that before they get on the stage. I thought you have certified doctors.
1: No, my doctors, before they get on stage, they go get a a cocktail and get on stage and dance
0: (laughs) and DJ. (laughs) Uncle Luke Luther Campbell with These are us not here. the same
1: uh, hey look here. This is a contact sport. I mean, you know, these are not the same doctors that, that you and your girls use before you uh what do, you me and you know, my do what girls? you do in, in Colombia or Costa Rica. More than one? Or some other
0: exotic country. What do you mean girls? Like plural. You think I got more than one? Of course. Okay I'm connected you know. to I'm connected to your, your doorbell
1: ring. <laughs> I see everybody who punched that doorbell. It ain't the same girl.
0: Somebody's at the front door. When are you coming to the front door? No. What do you mean no? I
1: got a girlfriend. I got. I think I have a girlfriend now.
0: You think you have a girlfriend?
1: Well, she's still in evaluation.
0: She's still getting checked out by the certified doctors? <laughs> My
1: my my nieces—they don't play. I mean, look—I got some very powerful and strong-minded women around me that care about my well-being. And if you get close to me, then you got to go through the gauntlet. You know how we have—you know how we have men have to go sit down with the daddy and all that. See, the girls you date—you never have to sit down with the daddy because you are the daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. Can we stay on sports? Why are we
0: why, Yeah, why are please. We over here? Please, let's uh let's stay on sports. And let's move to Even though that is a sport. Le- let's move to the Miami Dolphins conversation. We got a few minutes left with you, Uncle Luke. We see the Ravens doing well. We see the Chiefs doing pretty good. The Bills aren't doing so good. Luke, where do you see this Miami Dolphins team After week 18. You know I'm getting a little concerned.
1: Because your Raiders came in here. You know your underachieving Raiders. You know living off the hype of this new coach they got. Which I like your new coach. And they kind of shut their offense down. We don't. Miami Dolphins offense went. Started you know getting figured out. Which is what happens in the NFL. You get figured out. You get a book. They figure out, figure you out. And so it's not it has not been performing like it performed at the beginning of the year, which is understandable. They're gonna have to make some adjustments because going into the end of the year and then into the playoffs, it's gonna have it's gonna have to change because. Other than that, <laughs> you'll be in some dog fights. What would you want that.
0: What would you say would be a successful season right now for the Dolphins? What do you think fans would be okay with? Fans are looking
1: at championship a bus because they see how this offense is performing. They see how much money Ross pumped into the team. They got a great quarterback, got some great receivers. Got you know they got a lot of speed. There's a lot of hype around the team, but again. The concern is going to be the defense. Jalen Ram- Ramsey don't play like he played the other day, and getting those picks, then we'll be talking about something different. The Raiders had three shots at the money. Two times they just called the wrong play. You know what I'm saying? And that's not what a starting quarterback. I, I like the Raiders. I, it was three turnovers in the red zone. The Raiders could have capitalized and won that game. And mind you. Every time they gave the Dolphins back the ball, the Dolphins didn't do anything with the ball. So I'm a little concerned about the offense and the team going into next week. They got to change some things. They got to straighten up some things. I guarantee you, Mike McDaniels, the brother from another mother, is sitting out there trying to figure these things out because they know when you go into the playoff, everybody get exposed the first uh 15 weeks and now when you get into that next season if you ain't straight some things out made some adjustments to your team and make your team better you're going to get exposed in the first
0: round luke i like how you go back to the raiders dolphins game you just forget about the next one the jets do you not consider that a game it was that's not a football
1: game. I'm sorry, Jet fans <laughs> who listen. Yeah, I know you got a whole bunch of New Yorkers that listen to you. For the Yankees and the Jets, that's not going to be a game. I mean, hey, look, man, we could take we Miami we and Miami Nolan and go play the Jets and beat them. The Jets, Jets don't have a quarterback. I mean, Jets, I mean, come on, man. It's they
0: amazing. They get up, them, those they team, get them those again. Those players
1: on that team have packed it in. Jets arguably had one of the best defenses in, 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 in football. Outside of the Eagles, the Jets—they didn't pack it in, bruh. That's it. It's a wrap. They just coming down here just to come and enjoy the the weather and and Tootsie's and G Five. That's that's the Jets. Impacted in. So that's not gonna be a game. Take the over. It might be another seventy nothing game, and then we're gonna be sitting there saying the Dolphins fixed everything. No, they did not fix everything. They're playing the Jets. This is a
0: this is a big time scrimmage at a stadium where y'all got to pay big time money. Do you do you think we might get to see another uh, fail Mary like we saw uh, last Friday? You ain't getting ready to see nothing in a jet game. You might get
1: you might see another seventy to sixteen or something like that. <laughs> That's what you might see. That's what the Jets are coming down here to play, not to get put 70 on them. The Dolphins. Is what you get. Now, only only game you got, boy, when, woo, when my Cowboys come down here on Christmas Eve. I, I'm telling all Dolph fans, what you need to do is celebrate Christmas on the 23rd. Celebrate Christmas on
0: the 23rd because when my Cowboys come here, they're going to spoil your Christmas. I'm sorry. That game could get flexed, too. I was looking at the schedule. They, they could move that game if they're able to. Move they, it where they might move it to uh, nighttime, Christmas Eve at night. Of course, you got to move that game at night. Should be the schedule that week is very. That'd
1: be hardcore. That'd be hardcore. I'm saying, all Dawg fans, please have you do your kid do your Christmas on the 23rd. Because if Andy is saying what I'm saying, and they move it to the nighttime, that means you're gonna roll over to 12 o'clock going into Christmas night. The game might roll over to 12 o'clock Christmas night, and you get beat. And, and, Luke, and you going into Christmas miserable, not wanting to do your kids' toys, not wanting to kiss your wife up under the mistletoe because the dolphins got this big cake face on your face. No, don't do it. Celebrate Christmas on the twenty third, put your kids' toys together, the bikes together, and all those things like that. Hey, but I know your audience, they don't do that.
0: What what the poker the poker room. One more, one more question for you because I was also looking at a flex possibility for New Year's Eve, where the Dolphins are in Baltimore, and I plan to go to that game. And I think, Luke, they may flex it to New Year's Eve at night. Baltimore? So
1: do you you, you don't want to be in Baltimore at night? What, you're white. Andy. Andy, you're white. You do not want to be in Baltimore at night. I'm telling you. Wait a minute. I'm begging you. Don't do it. You I, don't want to be in Baltimore at night. They're gonna rob you. They're gonna take your little white ball head down down one of them back roads. They're gonna take all your little casino money. Don't do it, Andy. Stay home. I, Go to Columbia. I should on, on New Year's what? On New, New Year's, Year's Eve. Eve.
0: I shouldn't spend New
1: Year's Eve in Baltimore. Man, that thing gonna be they're gonna be shooting so many bullets up in Baltimore. They already shooting like it's New Year's Eve every day in Baltimore. Don't do it, Andy. My hey, audience, y'all hear me say. Andy, don't go to Baltimore now. When he get all jacked up and robbed up, and they have him on Channel Seven, uh, looking all crazy after they took his money in his wallet and his watch, don't 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 do it, Andy. I'm telling you, you won't come with me. No, 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 you no, you no. won't even go. No, I'm not going to Baltimore. There's places around here. If I want to go to Baltimore,
0: make me feel like I'm in Baltimore. I don't even go to them places. You know what, Luke? What what you just told me. I'm gonna go on AA.com right now and cancel my trip. You need to. If you want to go
1: to Baltimore, just walk down Ocean Drive. You scared me.
0: <laughs>
1: you you literally just scared me. You scared I'll me out of the you, trip. If you do it, if you do it, if you do it, that you are on your own, boss. Don't don't. Just remember, I told you, don't go to. It's nothing look good in Baltimore. It's all ugly. It's work. Baltimore is up there with Tallahassee is up there with Gainesville. Don't do it. Don't do it. All right, I'm going to take ta- I'm going to te- take your advice. There's nothing cute about Baltimore. Uh, going to cancel it. it. That that TV show The Wire, that's that was that's like chopped liver co- compared to what goes on all the time in Baltimore. I just
0: wanted to, you know, see the Dolphins Ravens, see some fireworks after the game. Yeah, 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 you going to see some fireworks. Oh
1: yeah. Uh good. I don't even know why the NFL even doing that. That game should be at at, at, at ten o'clock, as if they're playing in Europe. They're putting people alive in jeopardy. To be them people gonna be shooting that night in Baltimore. Well, when, and, when New
0: Year when the twelve o'clock hit. And and this is just my opinion that it will be flexed. Nothing has been flexed yet, but when you look at the schedule that week, it certainly if the NFL
1: do that, they're putting the fans in jeopardy. Dolphins in jeopardy. How you gonna get the Dolphins out of there after they played it? But I mean, they ain't like they get ready to win the game because Lamar Jackson from De- Deerfield is gonna put on a show for the crib. You already know. Uh, listen, man, I'm just saying. But it's great to be a Miami
0: Hurricane. <laughs> Uncle Luke Luther Campbell, another phenomenal performance. I get so many messages when you're not on. Sometimes. And people send me DMs. I can't wait for Luke Tuesday. They, they love you. They either love you because or they hate the you.
1: Because I'm the color of this show.
0: You are. I mean, yeah. the show doesn't have a I lot mean, of white color. white all the time. Yeah.
1: And I bring color. I'm the color commentator.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See you later, buddy. <laughs> Uncle Luke Luther Campbell, the color commentary. All right, that's all the time I got for this Tuesday afternoon. Jeez, I went really long with Luke there, but all good. Uh, We'll do it again tomorrow. For now, I'm Andy Slater, and I'll see you later.